to a brand new episode of Injury Time, a football podcast that takes a closer look at the beautiful game in India and across the world. Taking you through the next few minutes, talking about football will be me, Naveen, in the company of Sandeep. Hello. Sandeep, what a week we have had. Indian football, the national team has played Bhutan in a friendly and also the first game week of Premier League is over, done with. Yeah, it's nice to have football back on television. Exactly. And also the national team in action. Yeah, so uh, I got... To watch the match. A glimpse or? Uh, not a glimpse. I watched maybe 60-70 minutes of it. Uh, so, it was actually... Well, Bhutan is... We shouldn't, you know, say anything over the top about them. Bhutan is what they are. And uh, 3-0 win is a good win. It's a good moral booster. You had your kind of a second string side out there. And they still managed to get it down. So, goals came in the first half. Second half was pretty pedestrian. But... That's okay. You know, you have a 3 in a lead. You don't need to score 5, 6, 7, 8 or anything like that. But yeah, it's a good good thing that Indians are getting some, you know, minutes under their belt before they face Puerto Rico in September. Yeah, this, the talks are still going on. We hope that happens. Yeah, so the whoever they are facing, it's good that they are getting some minutes under their belt because there's been a, a pretty long stretch of inactivity. So they should have, you know, get some... Uh, they had a camp in Delhi, which is good. And... Uh, they are here now. They played but the those, t- those three goals in the initial t- uh, 20 minutes from JJ Lalpeklua, Khalichar Nazri and Sumit Pasi, did you expect more from the national team going into the later half of the game? Um, well, Bhutan actually kind of grew into the match a little bit and the Indians kind of took their you know foot off the pedal a little bit. Which is kind of understandable. They they're there for a win. 3-0 is you know, comfortable enough. Shows the story of the game. And I think, yeah, that's okay. I mean, Probably they could have gone and got more goals if they really, really wanted to. If it, they were losing or if it was, you know, nil-nil, they probably could have done something more. But it's fine. Uh, know, that's from, from the front line to the back line, Sandeesh Hingan, once again, a standout player for the national team. Averting danger whenever it arised. But it was very uh, nice. To be fair, it didn't arise all that much. So, but one or two times I saw him do some tackles in the, you know, penalty box. Other than that, it was pretty comfortable for him. Uh, but, but it's not the first, you know, that our main main backline people are not there, you know. Uh, Keegan was not there, there. Arnab was not there, so second string backline, but they did reasonably well. So, boats well for the Indian national team. But this game also gave Steven Constantine, the head coach, an opportunity to look into players which he can get into the national team. Yeah, he still has to figure his top first eleven, yeah. not top eleven, first eleven. So, I don't think there would be any... You know, major changes. He's pretty much uh, got a 15 from which he picks a few others here and there. Uh, there are two debutants in this match also. You had yeah, so that's, I think, 26 or 27 debutants that he's had in the last year and mm-hmm. little over a year. So, good for good for India. Let's see if he can make, you know, more cohesive unit out of them. Still, still a long way to go before mm-hmm. they do anything significantly, you know, uh, mind-boggling. Right. And moving into the season, the Indian Super League is just around the corner. October is when it starts. And one of the biggest signings that has come in in the past <coughs> week is that of Diego Forlan from Uruguay. Yeah, it's awesome. Mumbai it's City awesome. FC yeah, signed. It's just awesome to see. I know Diego Forlan is, you know, way past his prime. But he was one of the most uh, outstanding footballers. The golden I, ball I still feel sad that he didn't get... 2010 World Cup. Yeah, I still feel sad that he didn't... He moved to Manchester and it didn't work out for him for a variety of reasons. Ferguson still rates him highly, speaks of him in glowing terms. Uh, consummate professional, absolutely, absolutely amazing striker. And half chance. He'll, he'll and score. a partnership between Chetri and yeah. Forlan 
up in the offing first you have to see how how much he'll play because all these signings i'm kind of uh, with the ronaldinho thing with the is uh, futsal league and uh, it's just kind of gone like you've seen so many of these marathi players come in they'll be there for maybe a month play 3 4 matches last season when helder pustika came in pustika went off captivia was in yeah he went off uh, anulka barely played he was always he was a player manager okay i'm doing air quotes but whatever he is one man who stayed along is marco matrazi but as a as but a, he's a coach he played the first season but yeah but the second season he was a coach and the first season i don't think he played all the matches even del piero came he didn't play quite a lot of the matches so I, whatever we get to see will be nice but it's more in a nostalgia kind of way it's not going to do anything for indian football that's why i feel still a fancy but league. to have him in the locker room train with forland that that should be a i open up for many of them yeah. exactly so moving on from indian football to the european leagues especially the premier league which got underway last week a number of matches quite a number of interesting interesting matches also and yeah so the one that i was most surprised with was arsenal liverpool and hull and leicester of course champions not getting off to yeah so hull had all these problems outside and for them to come you know overcome all those things and put a performance and put a shift like the way they did was really nice to see although i think leicester will have much tougher time this year i feel that this squad is better but uh, the teams will now be wise the to that have a measure of what leicester yeah so they will all you know drop down deep mm-hmm. won't allow the players to run in behind which is what body is best for mm-hmm. which is what musa can do with his pace even gray that uh, youngster coming through the ranks he is also good at that but so maybe they'll have to depend a bit more on uh, riyad mahrez to get you know make a little bit of magic here and there well, i was a bit surprised to see mahrez take the penalty actually i thought wadi uh, was the one who would have taken it but does this but he had an audio wadi has side miss angolo conte now going into the season um it's like they have mendy in who's more defensive than anything but they've got some other players who come like kapuska is one of the you know ones that i'm excited to see so they have improved in other ways they've lost kante it's a big loss he's a big gain for chelsea the way he played in the first match the first match against chelsea was brilliant so i don't care chelsea in chelsea so i'm quite happy with that but one thing that i'm not happy as a liverpool fan is that uh, is that about moreno my left back the team's left back not doing really well in their opener opener against See, the whole, the whole match was a defensive shambles from both the sides exactly yeah. arsenal we expected because they had a makeshift look to mm-hmm. the center backs even even if their first, first choice center backs come back it doesn't look like a backline that can hold up a the strong problem with matisaka is he reads the game well but he doesn't have the pace like mm-hmm. if the player runs off his shoulders there's no way he's going to catch up with anyone right. so it falls on koscielny and bellerin to run back and get there and bellerin probably can do that he's quite fast but that game but, also gave a showed a glimpse of what philip coutinho can bring in that free kick to beat petrashek from that kind of a distance that's a good free kick and then sadio mane with his pace and his physical presence in that game okay i'm boasting i'm sure that you're excited that your team won the first match definitely 4-3. yeah 4-3 but uh, for a team to go four on up and then to have such a nervous ending to the match that has to be i wouldn't say it's all down to moreno but he has played a significant part in that but apart from that the, the all the signings that klopp made over the off season none of them are a left back or full back he still 
or in hunt of a left back that's what i believe because no i have heard any rumors because i haven't heard anything like anything from liverpool i that, think that's that's what happened this season more, even the signings that came in that club made this summer there were no rumors coming of in. course there was vinaldum there was rumors vinaldum rumor saidu mane happened so early that nobody remembered vinaldum rumor came in just two days before the signing happened that's what club is keeping it so tight inside the management that nothing is coming out and only a day or two before the signing happens you get to know okay this player is heading to liverpool for the medical i don't think vinaldum i think i mm-hmm. saw much earlier but everybody else yeah mm-hmm. i know it happened but it's apart from mane and vinaldum mm-hmm. there was no big signings or any rumors to be there but uh, so they really need club being club i barely expect any big name to come into liverpool because he's a manager who's known to mold players into a big player and then let them go like he did with borussia dortmund during his time time there so i expect a number of academy guys to come in like some tiago lori joe gomez when he's joe gomez is a signing he's not an academy player right. but uh, youngsters i mean yeah uh, he's injured now once he comes back get getting enough, enough opportunity tiago lori for that matter let's just hope that going yeah, i for, still feel forward like into the a lot of the they, premier league teams have left uh, their transfer to the last minute like chelsea needs a defender very badly arsenal needs one yeah chelsea arsenal liverpool, liverpool all of them look like they need a defender city looks to be the only city and united look to be the only two sides who are you know more or less done with city with city never know you might just get one more signing for all you know but uh, these three teams definitely need a defender chelsea especially because that kalidu uh, pulivali that transfer from napoli doesn't seem like it's happening it's dead now so like there's no rumor at all so maybe they'll get somebody else but uh, a defender that came into manchester united this time was eric bailey what did he make well. make of his performance it's bali it's bali bailey bali eric bali eric bali okay yeah. what do you what did he make of his performance first half uh, he was good he was good uh, he's still a little raw prone to certain you know just kind of wandering a little bit but he's very good but that too is not a you know discredit to his performance he's performed exceptionally well he's become their main defender now and he's got the man of the match awards in the last two matches so mm-hmm. absolutely perfectly mm-hmm. fine defender but i feel he can go further he can reach the level of rio ferdinand and what his predecessors mm-hmm. there and uh, looking going forward for manchester united you have zlatan ibrahimovic who's absolutely throwing himself at everything he is he's just a joy to watch because just the way he performs uplifts the whole team right and the kind of commitment he has yeah and then you have Wayne Rooney who seems to be playing all over the midfield mm. seems to be dropping down going up whatever he has to do and i just feel like if pogba comes in and if they're playing two men sitting with rooney you know kind of mm. going back and forth back and forth maybe pogba can interchange with him and that would create a different kind of problems or if they have only one city midfielder and these two are just behind ibra that's a whole other they look like really good squad who has but do you see pogba play a withdrawn role no, like no, i see him, i see him going forward he has to go forward that's where pogba is at his best any reason why dushams played pogba in a withdrawn role during the euros i am not sure maybe he wanted to give payet more of a chance uh-huh. going forward and he did not maybe he didn't see uh, kante as the perfect midfielder in his system I, i don't know why but in his system i it's national teams are always different you play according to what you have in the club you are buying the player for what he is right so i think he will go forward he has to go forward going from one manchester team to another another team pep guardiola's manchester city 
off with a win but not a convincing one no no not by a long shot but uh when you have defo a player like defo who's come facing you he just needs half a chance to finish and that's exactly what happened john stones was a culprit for that because he moved forward he got attracted to the ball if he had stayed in his position you don't have you don't have the space but he moved forward but it that is you can't say that's a big fault either because sometimes you get drawn to it because you may not have seen another player coming to mark whatever it is but uh, stones can be the next big thing there is absolutely no doubt he and can be the next system is as such where johnson can flourish yeah he's a defender who enjoys he's extremely good ball with the feet. ball at his feet so his passing his dribbling will all help him but he has to work a little bit on his defensive side make decision making more than anything else he just has to get that in right and then if you see guardiola is again you know he's still getting around yeah he's think he's put the full backs a little bit towards the center positions and you have fernandinho dropping deep and then you have five going forward five at the back five behind the ball so all that makes sense let it's not a completely you know orwell oil machine yet but he'll get there It's too early in the season to say. Yeah, it's just ninety minutes into the season, so yeah. I think I think they should. Be but fine. in this system, one person who's really affected is Joe Hart. He did not start in the first match. Yeah. And seems like they're looking for an, a replacement for Joe Hart. Claudio Bravo from Could, Barcelona, yeah. most likely. Uh, or what does future hold for Joe Hart at Manchester City? Uh, unless he learns or adapts to Guardiola's method, he's not going to play. There is no doubt that he's not going to play unless. he may be the best shot stopper mm-hmm. but if you can't pass the ball around as comfortably as valdez did or noy did under uh, mm-hmm. guardiola he's not going to play so, so here we are in a situation where the player is forced to adapt to what the manager wants yeah. from his team yes so uh, otherwise he can just leave he's still a top quality goalkeeper he get a there will be clubs who really want clubs, clubs yeah so everton is rumored mm-hmm. that's what i heard uh, read in guardian mm-hmm. but at the same time they have just got scatlenburg in so You really don't. Yeah, I don't. I it's really don't feel they need Johar. Hmm. If Guardiola wants his players to adopt to. But Yannick Balassi for twenty five million. But he he is kind of. He's a, quality. He's a, he's he's a quality. good player, but twenty five million. He's not sustained the quality long enough to warrant a twenty five million transfer. Like I was saying earlier, if Pep Guardiola wants the players to adapt to the kind of style he wants to see, there's another man, Antonio Conte, who adapts to the. players he has and tries to tinker around, around with that and that came to fore when chelsea beat west ham united 2-1 on monday isn't it good match good good performance by the team especially by uh, kante is absolutely everywhere in midfield bundle of energy that's what we lacked la- we i mean chelsea lacked last season he's got that in uh, the hap- the best thing about the win for me was the fact that at when he was going for the When he's going for the win, he changed the system. Brought in Victor Moses, brought in Pedro, switched to a four-four-two with Mitchy Vachai playing with Conte, mm-hmm. uh, and assist Lukaku, and then Conte got his goal. Uh, so Costa got his goal. Sorry, Costa <laughs> got his goal. So that the fact that you have a manager who's taking chance to adapt, and the players willingly adapt, and that system has come to fruition, his substitutions worked. That for me is very important. Uh, that was a very huge plus point for me. Mm-hmm. But they still, they still really need a defender. A defender which. Kazuma will come back, but mm. they still need a defender. But that the the lack in defense did did that come up when Chelsea? No, not really because conceded that goal from corner. So the wing backs I saw was given a lot of freedom to go forward. Mm. 
ఇవానోవిచ్ So that remains to be seen, maybe in crunch matches. But what about West Ham United? Did the team look like the team we saw last season? They were fine, but I think Chelsea outperformed them, that's all. It's still too early to say. Like you uh, said, just 90 minutes. Yeah, just 90 minutes in. But West Ham looked a good team. Their pie did not start. So they had a few, they had a few injury, couple of injury issues also. Uh, Ayu is out with a hamstring pull. So, yeah, they still work out. Yeah, they're, I mean, they're not going to challenge for the top four or anything, but I, that's the way I see it. But they hopefully they'll be easily in top seven, probably. But apart from the ma- uh, matches that we spoke about, guys who really stood out from the other games under the likes of Negredo's... Negredo, yeah, Negredo for Middlesbrough, mm. uh, yeah, Llorente okay. for Swansea. Uh, Janssen was good when he came on for Tottenham. he 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 looked like he could be the guy who takes the burden off of harry kane's goal because he's played two seasons continuously without a summer break he was in uh, england under 21 year before with england in the euros so he might feel the fatigue and you know the expectation to keep getting that 25 goals so jansen seems like a good signing he'll take much of the burden off him jordinio has has options yeah. now Hyungmin's Sungmin uh, Hyung I think oh. that name so, South Korean the South Korean yeah the, he also is there but I think Yansen Yansen looks very promising going into the into the coming week let's see how that pans out but next week another big league starts La Liga La Liga is underway next season with few big matches Sandeep could you tell us which are the big matches to look out for in the La Liga Obviously, the Barcelona Real Madrid Atletico are the main teams who will be focusing on so Barca against Real Betis Madrid is playing Sociedad and Atletico is playing Alaves. I think that's how you pronounce it. Uh, but Spanish games, I don't know. So, yeah, so it seems like straightforward games for all of them. Mm-hmm. They should win it comfortably. But uh, I'm interested to see how Madrid lined up. They have they've only got Morata back. Mm-hmm. They have made no other signings, which is kind of weird for Real Madrid because they always make a statement and with some signings. Zinedine Zidane is quite happy. Yeah, he's quite happy with, with, uh, with the kind so of the rumor that came out had. from... uh spain is that zidane is happy mm-hmm. with the squad he has uh, he might even look to let go of uh, james rodriguez which is really the kind of money he went for so he might that is a possibility if you of the english sides may be interested mm-hmm. in getting him he's let go of jesse jesse rodriguez mm-hmm. to psg but he has a buyback clause similar to morata oh, so we'll right. see uh, barcelona on the other hand have gone on with the you know slight tinkering of the team they papered over that papered over the cracks they have filled the issues that they had they brought a wing back they have umtiti they have lucas digne you see umtiti how he turns out because euros was really good for him he played only two matches but and those two matches he really did well yeah he was he has always been a good player he's someone who's very comfortable with the ball at his feet so he would be a good partner i think pk will need that kind of a support now maybe masrano has changed into defender now so they add more depth to the defense now with the wing back coming in uh, maybe the portuguese guy I forgot his name uh, 
ஒரு <laughs> you heard simioni say what he was shattered in that post match yeah simioni Simeone was very unhappy he was thinking like his future and all of those things so they lost two finals in that week so that's a big blow for them so hopefully they can find it in them to come back but apart from these three big names any other team that could really challenge these guys not no. win the title but ஜெமிஸ்ட்ரேட் the super cup they lost although they went all the way to the you know extra time and stuff mm-hmm. yeah maybe but i don't yeah. maybe they'll finish top 4 but i don't see them pushing for the title or anything anywhere close because madrid and barcelona in just in terms of quality they're too far ahead but one thing can be assured of and next year you have too many football matches to watch yeah you'll have to learn how to control you know the length of the <laughs> podcast <laughs> but before that so you have any idea when all these players are leaving for uh, isl pre camp pre camps pune is all, uh, pune city fc is already in spain for the pre camp so all the players from all the players are released like bfc and the kolkata league and all is going on no uh, uh, what i heard, what i heard from people in kolkata like the guys who really have to leave for the pre season can leave any time they want it's up to the franchise's discretion to get those players in with, with respect to bengaluru fc it's only after the AFC Cup quarter final which is due in September that these players will be released for the ISL preseason. So okay. so teams are preparing for an exciting period of 3 months the Indian Super League which kick starts I feel 3 months is too long. I don't know if it's 3 months but even 2 months is too long. It's pretty long but that's you how play, you have matches every day. <laughs> that's how it's scheduled like to be. It's a home and away and then you go to the semi-finals and quarter-finals finish mm-hmm. it off. So that's 8 teams 14 matches home and away. and then you know you have i think that's pretty much what it is but it's it's too long it's too long but i i know there, there is only one home and away thing right yeah home and away then the semi final is a two legged tie yeah that's all fine semi final final whatever it's fine but i just feel it's too long and you're playing so many matches in such a quick succession mm-hmm. you're cramping almost like you know half a season in 3 months the players barely have time to recover and yeah that's one of the issues that i have you know when they come from that to the i league most of them are fatigued and tired yeah no but even during the isl last time around i got to got an opportunity to speak to a few of the indian guys they used to say that only recovery session they used to have is in their hotel room because next day morning they had a flight travel mm. to another place for another match barely had time to recover so that took a toll on few of the players and you saw that in the i league yeah yeah but hopefully when things do ease and off and you have a common league in the coming years let's see, let's hope that things will be better yeah of course if they have you know one or two matches a week it should be much much better than this but yeah that's you know much ahead 
couple of years ahead so yeah at the very minimum so we can only hope and wait and watch <laughs> okay so, then that's all we have for this episode of injury time we believe that you liked the points that we discussed and if you have any suggestions you can always drop in your suggestions on our facebook page injury time and we also have a twitter handle up and running it's injury time ind uh, on twitter so you can follow us there join in our conversations and yeah. have or you say can just uh, directly you know message us on twitter yeah. uh, peter speaking and uh, sandy ramanan the the two are uh, twitter handles so keep it coming keep listening to us i guess definitely yeah. and have a great week until next time till we come back with a new episode of injury time